Superintendent, I, I hope you're ready for mouth-watering hamburgers. I thought we were having steamed clams. No, I said steamed hams. That's what I call hamburgers. You call hamburgers steamed hams? Yes, it's, it's a regional dialect. Uh-huh. Uh, what region? Um, upstate New York. Really? Well, I'm from Utica, and I've never heard anyone use the phrase steamed hams. Oh, no, not in Utica. It's, uh, it's an Albany expression. I see. You know, these hamburgers are quite similar to the ones they have at Krusty Burger. Oh, <laughs> no, uh, uh, patented Skinner Burger's old family recipe. For steamed hams. Yes. Yes, and you call them steamed hams despite the fact they are obviously grilled. Yeah, hey, you know, the one thing I should, uh, excuse, excuse me for one second. Of course. Ah, that's excellent. That's good. Hey, that was great. I like the writing, too. That was what from what? It's, a, it's an old Simpsons gag. put on a Frasier stage show. I think, uh... I don't see why not. Things are gonna start opening up again here soon. They're, they're, they're opening restaurants and whatnot. It's bad local theater? That's gotta be a thing again. Yeah, I we feel... gotta bring it back. If we're good... Come see our Frasier stage show. If we're doing a stage show out of, out of this whole quarantine mess, I feel like I gotta do my one-man Forrest Gump, though. Oh, you've been working on that script for a long time. Yeah. And been saving up for the rights for all that music you're planning on playing right. too. That's yeah. Been, it's been a long time coming. It's uh, it's not going well. Oh, but the it's good Forrest Gump musical, or now are we just talking broader in, in life is not going well. Oh, a little column A, a little column B. Oh, okay, but getting those rights, man. Yeah, you know, the good news is I'm happy to report mm. that the money that I will be paying will finally be going into the pockets of uh the verve oh and not the rolling stones good or the verve pipe which which band was that i'm not certain who sang I the bittersweet symphony wasn't wasn't sure that those were two different bands did the rolling stones have the rights to all their music oh yeah that bittersweet symphony oh, they stole that string part from i don't know tom rock will tell us what song it is. okay yeah that makes sense and uh, get at us tom rock uh, Stone su- sued the shit out of them in the 90s, and they just started getting royalties off that Jesus song fucks. like two or three years ago. That makes me sick. All that money yeah. from that playing at the end of Cruel Intentions went right into Keith Richards' pocket. Got that shit ain't right. right. That's how they get you. Those Brian Philippe didn't even get a cut of that shit. That's all right. He's still making so much money off of that way of the gun residuals. Okay. Have any sort of career still? I pictured him uh, as like starting to look old, and then like people have been like, "Oh, you don't look like a little twink teenager anymore. We don't need you in movies." No, he still just kind of for like twenty years, so I don't know. He still just kind of looks like Ryan Felipe, so like oh, it him. makes it more uneasy. He's in uh the live or the television adaptation of the hit. Mark Wahlberg oh, film shooter television adaptation. Mark, well, that's a lot of different things to string together. Yeah, what's that on? Is that on Crackle USA? Maybe Tubi, Tubi TV. To be continued. <laughs> Nobody watches USA Network. Give me I a break. Think. Where do you watch Raw? 
It's fucking people 65 and over. That's the only people watching the USA Network. Hmm. They don't play silk stockings hmm. anymore. Nobody's turned that channel on for decades. Somebody bring back picket fences, damn it. <laughs> what was picket fences? Oh, it was uh, like family drama. I remember it being like a show that would come on sometimes, and I'd be like, oh, this is the opening to picket fences. Yeah. Gotta turn the channel as quick as possible. But yeah. I don't think I ever actually knew what it was. It was a, just a, like a family drama. I want to say it was on Friday nights. Oh, a nice little block with that in 30 something, maybe. Something. Like, yeah, yeah, that was lame as shit. <laughs> Yeah. Sounds, sounds like a good night. I just remember that the kid in the show had one of those faces that you just want to oh, cave in, oh, you know? You never want to see that. Ugh. Fucking just little dweeb that needs to get bullied. Hopefully he's get pushed dead. around pretty bad. You know? I wonder if he was a Philippi cousin or something. Yeah. Those guys related? I don't know. Ah, oh, man. Smarmy dickhead faces? Could Ryan be. Ryan Philippi. Who's, uh, he was uh, putting it to uh, Legally Blonde, right? Mm, Reese Witherspoon? Married? Yeah. I don't know. I think they were married. Keeping track of who Reese Witherspoon's married to. <sighs> I don't got that kind of time, Is man. Is she famous anymore? I saw recently, not recently, but within the last year, that she has a teenage daughter that looks exactly like her, oh. like a little clone. And I was like, so we don't have. Well, to there's pay no reason for there to be a Reese Witherspoon anymore. Yeah. Now we got Debbie Witherspoon or whatever. Yeah. Remember this fucking girl? Well, this new generation of kids aren't called things like Debbie. No. They're called things like. I don't know. This is like a Navajo word that I chose out of a book. That's what I'm calling my white daughter. That's what people name their daughters these days. It's Navajo for spirit stick. This is my daughter, Dreamcatcher Witherspoon. Oh, she's bound to be a a big star. Gonna make her a big star. Can I crank one out to uh, one of Cindy Crawford's daughters yet? Are oh. they naked online yet? I had no idea that she had daughters, but... Oh, yeah. Her heyday was decades and decades ago, so I gotta imagine her daughters are of age at the very least at this point. She was at Deep River Water Park down the street a couple years ago Cindy, with her daughters. Cindy Crawford was doing an appearance, or she's just like, I'm coming to Northwest Indiana to hang out at a white trash water park. My understanding, she was just there. Mm, who told you this? Oh... I want to say I was working for the government at the time. Some like little five-year-old was like one of your nieces or nephews just telling you this, and you were like, "Cindy Crawford, Cindy Cindy Crawford." You don't say. I would have gone, but I fancied myself more of a Kathy Ireland man. Yeah, I would have showed up. You tell me Kathy Ireland's in a one-piece down at the Deep River Water Park. Yeah, there'd be skid marks in my driveway. I'd pull out so fast. (laughs) And in my underwear, because I was so shocked to hear this. That you didn't get a good chance to wipe, because yeah. you were on the toilet when somebody told you. No, yeah, and also, yeah. Uh, that's wasteful. I mean, that, you know how many trees get cut down every fucking year to make us toilet paper? Mm-hmm. Just fucking live free, man. All those chicks into free bleeding? Yeah, chicks are free bleeding. I'm we're free wiping. Free wiping from this point on. Yep. I just... Fucking don't try to shame yeah. me for my streaks. That's natural. It's natural, and it's beautiful. Yeah, look... There's a reason why dogs don't need toilet paper. If y'all just, you know, hover over the toilet and just mm. hold your butt cheeks open. That's right. It's all about the wipe. pull. You just do a strong yeah. pull and you're fine. Yeah. In both directions. You get that that squatted stance and it gives gravity works in your favor. Mm. You get the perfect taper. You're good, also, man. Also, good for your hammies, man. Mm-hmm. That shit's excellent for your hammies. You should see my core. Oh. Just from shitting. I'd love to. Yeah. thought it's... about cutting you open a lot. Yeah. No. No. Oh, wait. No. No. Well, I don't know. Maybe. I have probably weird stuff in there. Yeah. Guts. Black stuff. Yeah. About 50 Slim Jims. I would kind of like to find out, like, hey, 
you died and uh, these guts were no good. Yeah. We found this leather yeah. boot inside your sternum after we did an autopsy yeah. on you. That probably shouldn't have been in there. Yeah, I feel also, like... Also, this hubcap, we don't know why that was in there. <laughs> Got a good idea. Guy had to have been in a lot of pain for a lot of years. I don't know. I don't know why he was just walking around like that. Yeah, kind of like uh, Bruce from the Jaws films. Oh, okay. I thought, uh, yeah, I was, <laughs> are we talking about Bruce the Shark? Are we yeah. talking about Bruce the 70s homosexual? I don't know which one. Just every time there was a gay guy in anything in the seventies, yeah, he was named Bruce named for Bruce. some reason. They had they had a real weird thing with the name Bruce back then. Yeah, too bad. It's baby oil and blow. Shark was gay. Uh, from what I've read online, yeah, yeah, he's it's not allowed near serious cases. Hey. Fish gays. Hey. Not only is he a homosexual, he's also a sex offender. He's not allowed within fifty feet of any school of fish. <laughs> <laughs> You just come up with that on the spot. Off the top like of my head, man. That's fucking oh, crazy. Jesus. End the podcast. Oh, that's what you come to expect. Go out on a high note. <laughs> okay, good night. Come next week when we're talking about a uh, one last president movie. Mm-hmm. You know? Nah, we're kidding. I forget what it is. Who cares? Baby, on blow. We mess with you. It's the thing you've come to expect. That's why you're listening. It's a little you son of a razzin. bitch. You idiot. I mean, we love you. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Thanks a lot, you piece of shit. Fucking loser. I am one half of your host. I am Matt O. Mm. With me, as right. always, right he is the Richard Gear mm. to my Cindy Crawford. Oh, I thought there was going to be a Richard Gear to your, your gerbil. No, no, no. We're lovers, and you have a gerbil in your ass. Ahoy, ahoy, everybody. And, yeah. Nate uh, Adams, that's you. Happy Mardi Gras Day here, <laughs> as we're recording this on. It's been a big week. Valentine's Day, into President's Day, into Mardi Gras Day, and now we're going to talk Independence Day? It's a hell of a four-way. What what the hell, man? It's like Mount Rushmore of holidays right there. If you could work like... You could pick the four best holidays. That's all of them, right in in a row. If you could squeeze Arbor Day in there somewhere. Mm. Is that the one where you plant trees? Oh, I thought that was the one where you cut down trees. Oh, I don't know. I've been cutting down trees. You're supposed to plant them? I would... I mean, plant- I think as long as you're doing something with trees, yeah. it's in the spirit of yeah. Arbor, so Saint Arbor, so it's it's fine. Plus, if you think about it, gotta cut down trees to make room for all the ones these people are planting right. every yeah. year. Uh-huh. You, you see, know? like a dumb looking tree, I don't like that one much. Cut yeah. it down. Somebody could plant a better looking tree there. You're doing the Earth a favor. Yeah, and then you know that's toilet paper for yeah. like a few years if you want to slice that up or. Right. I don't know how they make toilet paper. I'm not a scientist. No, I, I quit using this shit. Just, I'm picturing just white. like one of those uh, those things that you cut meat with at the deli. They yeah. just put it on ultra thin and they just got a log going yeah. through there. That's that's how you make toilet paper. You know, I got Dave one of those uh, as a gift for Christmas one year as a joke. <laughs> just uh, as a reference to when Kramer had one yep. in the episode of Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. it was a, a great present. It's like a $90 Christmas joke. I think we're looking at half a millimeter. <laughs> Can it cut that thin? Oh, I've cut slices so thin, I couldn't even see them. (laughs) How'd you know you cut it? Well, I guess I just assumed. The Rundown is brought to us this week by, uh, I guess you're going to be, we'll say Pat O'Brien's down in the French Quarter, Mm. seeing as we're sipping on a couple of Mardi Gras hurricanes right now as we record this podcast. Don't actually go to Pat O'Brien's, though. Uh, They make the hurricanes from disgusting, like, mix like Ew. chemical mix go over, go over to the bourbon o bar uh, around the corner if you want one made with like real fruit juice and house made syrups it's uh there you go there you go either way we got some some jamaican rum some some lemon juice and some passion fruit syrup right here 
All mixed up with some crushed ice. It's very refreshing. Happy Mardi Gras to everybody. Right now, if you're listening to this, pull your tits out. Just show your tits. Yeah. To, I don't know, your phone or yeah. your computer or whatever this is coming out of. You, it's all in the spirit of the day. You send us a picture of them in our DMs, and then we'll mail you out some beads. Yeah, that's right. I don't think that's unfair. No, yeah. It's, it's, well, you send a self-addressed stamped envelope. Oh, I'm not paying for the shit, yeah. With pictures of your tits, right. and then, then we'll put yeah. the, maybe, yeah. Yeah, hard copies. If I find time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the rundown is of our third ass-kicker-in-chief president's doing action things movie. It's 1996's Independence Day. Maybe the the quintessential president uh, doing action movie things, I think, that, that pops into people's head. Yeah, when probably. You bring up, when you bring up... Uh, this is a film that has a, a just an absurd, just a completely egregious runtime of... 145 minutes. Ooh. You could watch three movies. You should be able to watch yeah. three movies in that amount of time. Absolutely. This is a film that had a budget of $75 million, which doesn't sound like a lot. No, I was just going to say, that's For all. 96, like, whew. Hmm. I think, what was it? Uh, first 100 million movie, I think, was, uh, what is that, uh, Schwarzenegger? Ooh, and, last uh, Action Hero? No, no, no. True Lies. True, True Lies. Lies, I think yeah. the first budget that hit 100 million. Yeah. They've been around here, but 75 million, grossed 817.4 million. It was the okay. top earning film of 1996. Did okay. Made a hell of a lot of money. Was all over TV and news and promotional tie-ins. It was it had to have, Independence Day was like the zeitgeist in 1996. I, man, it had to have. You, you were know, living in 1996. You were you were thinking about Independence Day. Sure, it spun off many a sequel with Will Smith. Oh yeah, Will Smith uh, in a framed photo in a oh. one scene in that oh. Independence Day sequel. From what I remember, did you see that one? I mean, yeah, I saw yeah. it. Which which Hemsworth's in there? Yeah, see, I don't remember Thor the brother. anything about it. I literally don't remember oh. anything about it. Not a single second other than, A, that uh, they had that photo just framed of Will Look Smith at this on photograph. the wall in the White House, which is a hilarious little, like, yeah, we couldn't get him. Will Smith. And B, uh, a young actress that I was had high hopes for at the time appeared mm-hmm. in that as like her next step towards mainstream thing. And it was a huge, I think it might've been Micah Monroe. Was I think Micah it was Monroe in that one. Hope Bevancourt. I've never heard of that. Hope Sandoval. Is she trying to yes. <laughs> do a late careers pivot to acting? Yes. So, okay. Yeah. That, that ruined some promising young chicks career from what I remember. I think it was Micah Monroe maybe. Oh, Either way, uh, that's good, neither here nor there. We're her. talking about 1996's Independence Day. Yeah. Not the imminently forgettable sequel. This is a film directed by Roland Emmerich. Ooh. man we've talked about very recently. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, we were watching his White House down. We don't need to tell you who the fuck Roland Emmerich mm-hmm. is. He's probably the most preeminent American filmmaker of all time, I'd say. Yes. I think a good American cinema, I think Roland Emmerich. Only and only because Rennie Harlan is an American. Uh, that's true. Well... I mean, he is fucking the libs won't give him yeah. his fucking certificate. Yeah. But in in my heart, he's an American. Yeah. Oh, but we'll let fucking Obama be president. Yeah, it right. Makes me sick, we man. let Schwarzenegger be president. Fucking yeah. give me a break. Get out of my. Wait, is that demolition man or was that real car. life? I don't know anymore. Stars of this film. There's a lot of them. Oh. Buckle up. This is fucking an ensemble cast. Ooh. Number one, let's start with the president. Let's get it out of the way. It's not Paxton, it's a Pullman. It's it's not a Paxton, it's a Pullman. Bill Pullman is in this film as President Thomas Whitmore, a former fighter pilot who now 
is in Damn. charge of the free world. Uh, you know Damn Bill me. Pullman from being rogue space hero, Lone Star in Spaceballs. And you know him for being the pathetic drip who gets cucked, Walter, and Sleepless in Seattle, I'm sure. Absolutely. Which they were playing on the big screen in Soldier Field the other day, I saw. <laughs> fucking That's weird. weird. <laughs> I think there was just like people sitting in the fucking like uh, the VIP booths or whatever, watching Sleepless in Seattle at Soldier Field. Why? I don't know. It's something rich people do that I don't understand. I guess so. Uh, Will Smith. Is in this film. Boy, uh, is he. This is his big step through the door of superstar. Starring in this film. He's in this film as get, Captain get Stephen Hiller, a current fighter pilot hero guy. You remember oh. him, of course, I'm sure, as playing the character Tea Cake Walters mm. in the Whoopi Goldberg Ted Dance Thank joint you. Made in America. Love that film <laughs> so much. Yeah, it's, it's, it's near and dear. To I was hoping that's right what there. you were going to reference. It was the movie that gave Ted Danson his N-word pass. So, yes. You know, it, it was, it was a, also a big thing in the 90s. It allowed him to dress up in blackface mm. at Whoopi Goldberg's birthday party. It's cool. I fuck Whoopi. Yeah. Uh, also, he played the devil in the Colin Farrell movie *Winter's Tale*. Oh, which is just a true, true wearing that Jimi Hendrix shirt classic. the whole movie. Oh, you yeah. haven't if you haven't seen *Winter's Tale*, you're Easy. really depriving yourself. Easy horse. One of the most Easy horse. Just insanely, bafflingly bad, but entertaining things that's come out in the last couple decades, probably. That's got my favorite. People are into the room. *Winter's Tale* is, yeah. is up there, man. It's got my favorite young starlet in it. Oh, uh, which one? The, whichever one was in the the Je- least Jessica picks. Brown Findlay. Yeah, which, yeah, the one that was sniffing butt. Some people know her from yeah. her work on Downton Abbey. You know her from her work sniffing buttholes. That's <laughs> right. In videos that were stolen from her cell phone by computer hackers. <sighs> Never been so happy yeah. in my life. The pinnacle of her career. Jeff Goldblum is in this Ooh. fucking movie. Goldblum, Jurassic Park's Jeff Goldblum being yeah. like, am I an action star? I don't know. Yeah. Throw me in another one. Let's see if it works. I was in fucking Earth Girls Are Easy. Mm-hmm. What do you think, yeah. motherfucker? He's playing the character of David Levinson. David! A science nerd who's into satellite signals and computer hacking. Uh, of course, yeah, we said he was in Jurassic Park. A dork uh, named Dave, go figure. Probably also, if you're a little bit younger, you don't quite know Jurassic Park. It's a little bit before your time. Yeah. You probably know this guy as the character Cramp from mm. the movie Mortdecai. Oh. The kids the kids probably know him as Cramp, I would yeah. say. Yeah, yep. Uh, just going down the star list here, the heat hits, hits keep coming in here. All of them. Randy Quaid is in this film. Ooh. As Russell Case. A former fighter pilot, current drunken alien abduction victim. We talked about Randy Quaid in mm. our The Long Riders episode. He's a yep. baby oil and blow. Um, he's he's, he's alum- a graduate here. He's, he's an alumni yeah. here of uh, this thing. Um, also, you've seen him slowly unravel mentally mm-hmm. over the course of the last 10 years on YouTube. Yeah. You might know him from that. Yeah, Guys, that he's having too. real troubles. <laughs> he really is. Vivica A. Fox. Mm. Not even Vivica B. Fox. We got A in this one. She's in this film as Jasmine Dubrow, Will Smith's stripper girlfriend. Jasmine Dubrow? That's that's racist. Well, you think that's racist? She was the character Miss B. Haven in Batman and Robin. That's the character she played in that film. Uh, That makes sense. Also, you probably know her. uh, A little throwback to what we were talking about last week Mm -hmm. as the character Mm -hmm. Regina on the Hughleys. Oh, her work. 
What can you tell me about the Hughley? Uncompared. What was, what, what was DL's job on that show? What was the setup? Oh, man. I don't remember what his job was, oh, and wow, I know I've seen episodes of it. It was just, uh, you know, right in the heat of that. We're just given all... The heat of yeah, the moment. They're just giving all the comedians... Giving black-ass WBTV shows. And they, uh, they were all the same. I was more of a my wife and kids kind of guy. Yeah. You know? You're telling me, man. Yeah, Fucking... I've seen all 42 episodes of that show. As a white guy, I, I don't know what that is. I could only hitch my star to one black-led I can't even begin to sitcom. That's uh, the Damon that Wayans. Oh. With, uh, with uh, what's-her-face from uh, Martin in it. Oh, Gina? Yeah. Damon she gets, Wayans and Gina? She gets fat in that show. Oh, no, thank you. <laughs> You're not speaking my language. Oh, well... Mary McDonnell is in this film as Marilyn Whitmore, the Flotus, mm-hmm. first lady of this film. Uh, she's not just the first lady, though, over the course of her career, because she was the fucking president in Battlestar Galactica. Oh! If you watch that fucking nerd that's shit. That's nice. I don't fucking care or know mm-hmm. about that shit, though. I just know her as the chick that Nick Nolte's balling in blue chips. Hell Shaq's yeah. breakout film. Yes. That was a fine piece of cinema right there. Oh, man. Screen legend Judd Hirsch is in this film, mm. playing Julius Levinson, Jeff Goldblum's very, very Jewish father. Uh, this guy, he's a TV, yeah, yeah, he's a TV legend, Matt, because everybody remembers him very fondly as being the title character in the TV show Dear John. It's what he's Dear John. most famous for. Life maybe, goes yeah, on. maybe the show with the most famous... Uh, song title. By the time you read this note, I'll be gone. But it was funny because I was instantly thinking that taxi theme because that's my go-to. Yeah, right. Like when I'm just... I well, I'm just not feeling the world. I didn't even know that was that Queen Latifah movie. I listened I, I to didn't that even taxi. Judd Hirsch was in that oh, thing. Oh boy, yeah. this guy. I'm gonna listen to that on the way home. James Rebhorn is in this film. I want to mention him as Albert Nimziki, the sniveling Weasley Secretary of Defense. Mm. I love him because he's just a character actor that plays sniveling weasels and everything. Yeah. He was the asshole headmaster incentive of a woman. He was like the, the cowardly actor working with CRS in the game that gets shook down by Michael Douglas. The game! In a million things. Can't play. Don't, don't remember what he's in. You just know you've seen him in a million he things. He was in Simone. Great that guy film. Simone! I don't think he was in Simone. You just like talking about Simone. Oh, okay. Coming up on the rear here, one more guy I'm going to mention by name because this is getting a little long in the tooth a second. I just got, I got to talk about him, though, because he does yeah. great work in this film. Sir Robert Loja is in this film. Robert as General William Gray, the president's wow. like, senior military advisor, one of the generals. Uh, you know him from being in the greatest orange uh, juice commercial ever made and will ever be made. Uh, also, he danced on that piano with Tom Hanks and Big. Try some new Minute Maid orange tangerine. It's got calcium. Then I'm not drinking it. Oh, no, it's sweet. You'll like it. I don't believe you. Well, then who would you believe? I don't know, Robert Loja. Whoa, Robert Loja. Billy, your mother's right. New Minute Maid orange tangerine tastes great. It's got as much calcium as milk. If you say so, Mr. Loja. Yeah. This is great. Enjoy your breakfast. New Minute Maid orange tangerine with calcium. Yeah. I don't know how those two grown men fit up on top of a piano. Tagline of this film, Independence Day. Earth, take a good look. It might be your last. Hmm. Solid tagline right Hmm. there. The whole earth is going to go away. 
Why is that? Well, let's get into the plot, and we'll let you know here. Okay. On July 2nd, a giant alien mothership enters orbit around Earth and deploys several dozen saucer-shaped destroyer spacecraft that quickly lay waste to major cities around the planet. On July 3rd, the United States conducts a coordinated counterattack that fails. On July 4th, a plan is devised to gain access to the interior of the alien mothership in space in order to plant a nuclear missile. This is our Independence Day. Well, that about wraps it up for Independence Day. Now we go yep. to uh, Judgment mm-hmm. Day, where you find out what we... Th- oh, no? We could do some bullet points, oh, maybe. Okay. Well, just I mean, they few- just... It's, it, they just spelled it all out we'll there. We'll keep it brief here. We'll keep it brief. They just walked you through everything. We'll go into our next segment right. of the podcast. All right. This is the same thing we always do second. It's bullet points where we dig into our notes. We talk about all the things that stood out to us while we were watching this film. Matt, what was your first bullet point when you were watching Independence Day? Independence Day. Who are you mad at? Those were some aggressive title cards in the beginning of the film fucking exploding at us the words are exploding at us. meanwhile on the soundtrack a lot of just foreboding bass noises yeah. which i was thinking this became a thing in movies is this the first movie that was just like we're just gonna have a bunch of bass noises happening a gong and like shit's going down must have Scary been yeah shit. like this is every fucking big summer blockbuster the world's blowing up thing after this i think uh yeah. What was it that uh, the Batman dreams one on dreams on dreams? Oh, Inception, Inception yeah. kind of took it to a new all, level. All, any Christopher Nolan booming trailer. bass shit yeah. to a new fucking level, but uh. yeah, this might have been the original here, Independence Day. Mm-hmm. Open on an American flag on the moon, mm. just to let you know, like mm, America, yeah. we we own the moon, yeah. But no, it's a little subversion. It's not like America, fuck yeah. It's like this is as America. far out as puny humans have oh, been. No. From the fucking Earth. Humans ain't shit, man. Gigantic spaceship fucking doing a flyby. These guys, whoever these guys are, fucking better than America, question mark? Yeah. I don't know. We'll find out. But certainly seems like in this opening scene, with all these bass noises in this giant spaceship fucking cruising past the moon. Yeah, we only made it to the moon. That's a very good point. That's like telling yeah. Amelia Earhart you made it to your driveway. How long ago? Was it like 50 years ago or something we made it to the moon? Yeah. Where have we been since? We ain't on Mars. We got one little like stupid looking robot on Mars that's broken now. Yeah. Put a man on Mars. What's it going to fucking take? <sighs> Biden? Shouldn't take much. No. I think it's all set up. Fucking take Biden's cokehead son, shoot him up there like a fucking space monkey. Have him look around on Mars and tell us what happens over yeah, there. He'd probably dig it. Do you see any Martians? Come in. Yeah. Your landing gear is down. Oh. oh that was just... No. Garth. Shit. Things Garth saying okay? when he's playing with the jelly donuts. Oh, okay. I was I worried. Was just riffing there. I was concerned. My next bullet point after this is science nerd in the desert. Because uh, okay. we got a, a nerd listening to REM's End of the World. Yeah, I got that there. science yeah, yeah, lab, yeah, yeah. which yeah. is very funny, because yeah. the world's about to end. It's the end of the world as we know it. Very simple. It's the end of the world as we know it. I'm really rich. It's the end of the world as we know it. And I feel fine. Relax. The world is a mess. Everything is under control. We're dying. We're dying. We are fixing it. We're fixing it. The big lie. 
But he's like, oh, I'm hearing some science noises on my science computers. I better call up my boss and tell him there's science things science happening. Science is happening yeah, as we speak. These, these big Governor. disaster movies where crazy shit happens. Lots of scenes here with scientists running around yeah, crazy. Just like, it, these are the oh, sorts of scenes I can't that believe it. make these things like two and a half hours long yep. is what happens right here. Yep. Yeah. There's a lot of those scenes. There's a lot there. of there's there's a lot of cross cutting in this one, just like the last Roland Emmerich movie we talked about, where we're, just, we're establishing people yeah. in different locations and just going back and forth. We've established our science guys. Now we got to establish our Washington D.C. guys. Robert Loja and the dad from the Wonder Years are just like we're war hungry generals. We're was it walking through the White House? Was it dad from the Wonder Years? Oh yeah, hell yeah. Oh, I usually always like pick up on scene. him. I never noticed. I really thought him and Loja were going to be like a dynamic duo in this thing, but. Eventually, he just drops off, and then Loja is just there all the time. I'd watch that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shame. Get those two like some sort of buddy cop comedy. Yeah. Watch the shit out of that That's thing. That's where my head went with it. Uh, yeah, these guys are gruff. They're war-hungry, but they're in over their head. Bill Pullman is the president. Yeah. His wife is not in town, they let us know. That's one of the things that always plays into these plots. Is yeah. the president's family in town? They never seem to be. No. Always very conveniently. Uh, his daughter's there, though. And she gives us the line. Oh, yeah. He's got a tiny yeah. little daughter in this. I think it's a young Mae Whitman. Daddy let me watch Letterman. That chick who uh, played Anne in the uh, Arrested Development. I think I think that's her playing the little girl. Oh. She was at least in the credits, so that's I assumed that she must have been the president's daughter, because yeah. that was the only other little girl I remember. What, what'd you say her name was? Mae Whitman? Yeah, that's right. That's, that's it, one, yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. we looked it up earlier, the little lady and I, to see who she was. Who was that bitch, is what I was thinking. She was yeah. April O'Neil in the newest Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles what? cartoon. What? I guess. Uh, her? I guess. Uh, this doesn't work for me. I'm sorry, man. You gotta get sorry. her out of that turtle shit. Okay. I'll, I'll Megan Fox are fucking nothing. What was the cartoon? Megan Fox. I don't care. The, Megan Fox has established yeah. herself as the quintessential yeah. April O'Neil now. You, you can, can't just recast that. You shit. can hear her her toe thumbs in that voiceover work. Yeah, it's arousing. She's got toe thumbs. Um, I thought it was weird here because like the president wakes up and his little daughter is watching Letterman or whatever uh-huh. than the previous night. But then he's like in his robe and like eating some breakfast. But like. Yeah. There's just people everywhere. It's just like, in this version of the White House, like, the part where people work and just the residence where the president lives seems to be the same thing. Like, he's just walking past people in his robe, like, pouring cereal, and they're just, like, running in and out of, like, offices. I'm just like, this isn't how it is. Uh, The president, like, gets dressed, and then the residence part, and then he, like, moves to the other wing of the White House to do his president shit. Maybe. Unless, like, Trump... Just would not leave the residence at all. Apparently, it was oh. just like watching TV all day. Which that's is pretty cool. Cool, yeah. That's the way yeah. to do it. Fucking Biden already declaring a fucking state of emergency in Texas. You think Trump would have bothered even thinking about this shit yet? No. How long were those? Let it go by two or three weeks, and then we'll see what's going on. How long were those Puerto Ricans waiting on uh you know toilet paper and paper towels after that hurricane? Right, and we've established what a waste of trees. Toilet paper and paper towels, exactly. and through the good of his heart, he still he still brought him down there. Trump showing you tough. What more do you want from him, people? Ugh. The fucking they're trying monsters. To, trying to sue him for leading an insurrection. Now they want to try him in an actual criminal court. That's garbage. Fucking give me, give me a break. Ugh. Guy gives a speech, and then all of a sudden he's a criminal. 
Yeah. He's telling it like it is. For making America cool again. Yeah, I like I like him because he seems like he'd be a cool guy to hang out with. Yeah, hell yeah. That's why I vote for people. Hell yeah, dog. Uh, That's what you got it. It's weird though. Fucking he might as well just be in like his boxer shorts with like a, yeah. a like one nut hanging out in this scene Pretty as they much. got him doing president shit. Uh we've established the White House guys are there, so now we gotta establish all the Jews in New York. Yes. It's like, what are the Jews in New York doing, I wonder? Right. Yeah, and that's what I got here. Statue of Liberty, <laughs> mm-hmm. couple of Jews. Yeah. Goldblum yeah. and Judd Hirsch, who's very grouchy. They're playing chess in the park. There's aliens coming. Hirsch is browbeating his son, just, mm-hmm. like a, just like an old Jewish dad. Like, oh, why are you such a disappointment? I tried to tell you. But Goldblum is just like, yo, I got checkmate on you, dad. We're establishing that I'm a fucking genius yeah. right here. Only chess geniuses Next can level. solve alien invasions are going to pull a checkmate on their dad. Yep. Uh, you know, Kramer's pretty good at chess. Oh, you don't say? Yeah. What what episode was that established in? No, the uh, the actor Michael Richardson himself, mm. Richardson Richards, Richards, yeah, Richardson's um, the not the sound not just an guy. unhinged racist, also a chess enthusiast. You're yep. telling me, yeah. So, uh, Stephen, I see you're president of the chess club, state champs. Who's your favorite chess player? Nezha. <laughs> <laughs> Right. There's the club. <laughs> what country is he from again? <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> I made it up. <laughs> I'm never gonna get this thing. Whoa, 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 whoa. What are you telling me for? You really had me going there. <laughs> oh, sit down. <laughs> what do you want to do when you grow up? I've been telling people that I'd like to be an architect. Uh, everybody's TVs are fucking up in these scenes. That's a thing that's happening in the background. Like, ooh, there's static going on. Something's wrong with all the signals. Oh, no. Signals are going haywire. Meanwhile, we got hillbillies out in the desert. Randy Quaid's living in a trailer with his three just far too attractive to be his, oh, his children's children. Real quick. All these kids way more attractive than with, Randy Quaid. With the whole Jeff Goldblum freaking out oh, thing, he yeah, goes sure. to his little lab there or whatever, don't forget. Because uh, he the, leaves. Like, TV station he yeah, works for. Right. And you, you gotta you gotta give a shout out to that dude that's like his assistant. Uh, Harvey Firestone? Yeah, that's his name. Uh, the, the the go-to guy if you need a comically gay guy in a movie in the, 90s? In the 1990s. Oh, yeah. Like, David! Yeah. David! This was hilarious to people in the 90s. David, my God, David! It's an ongoing bit. Like, we're going to get that guy. He oh, sounds so gay. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. It worked in Mrs. Doubtfire. It works here, pal. Later on in the decade, uh, Will and Grace taught us that Gay, gay men don't have to be one-note caricatures. Mm-mm. They could be three-dimensional human beings, and That's we've right. never looked back. Never. The ever. world has really gone forward since then, and you love to see it. Yeah. Randy Quaid is just like a crop duster, yeah. drunk asshole. He's dusting the wrong field, pissing mm-hmm. everybody off. His oldest son is just like constantly just like shrugging his shoulders and shaking his head like, oh, my piece of shit, Dad. What nationality were those kids? I mean, he kind of looked like he had some Native American shit going on, but then like the middle kid is just like the oldest daughter from Mrs. Doubtfire. No, isn't it? She doesn't look Hispanic at all, even though she's got some eyebrows going on. There's something ethnic going on in those eyebrows. Hmm. Yeah. 
I don't know. Either 100%. way, there's no wife around. There's no mom. And no. I'm like, was he fucking moon blood good? Is that is that what was going on? Ooh. To get kids that look like this out of Randy Quaid? That must have been what was happening. If he'd be so lucky. <laughs> fucking living the dream out there. More just uh, establishing character shit, though. Until the mothership arrives. The gigantic yeah. warship discs detach. Flying saucers, 15 miles long. They're fucking everywhere. Yep. How big's the mothership? If all these things are 15 miles. It's got to be a big mothership, man. Huge. Uh, the president Huge. gets wind of this. They're like, this is what's been causing all the TVs to go nuts. Def it's Con gigantic Street, fucking space shuttles or spaceships. Yeah. Fucking discs. Classic UFO flying saucers. They're everywhere. Yeah. They're going to be here in 25 minutes. Oh, God. Oh, fuck. We need to go to DEFCON 3. Yeah. And I uh, wrote down right here. A little credit where credit's due. Uh-huh. We're only 15 minutes into this movie, right. and aliens are already doing shit. That's not too bad for a movie that's, like, gonna make us sit here for, like, two and a half hours long. It could yeah. be a good half an hour of, like, establishing characters before the fucking aliens start doing shit. Either way, if we established aliens 15 minutes in, what are we doing the other two hours and ten minutes? Oh, there's a lot of stuff to come, man. Oh, <laughs> we haven't even established Will Smith yet. He's good in this movie, Lord. man. Uh, yeah, spy plane goes and tries to figure out what's happening, but that thing gets, like, engulfed with a big, yeah. uh, ball of flame as, yeah. as that thing's entering our atmosphere. So that's, that, those people are dead. Yep. That's our first fucking dead people of the movie. Good riddance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, my, my next segment of notes is the president is a badass slash Firestein is hitting the bomb shelter. Oh, Pullman refuses to go to the White House yeah. bunker. He's like, I'm going to rule from the White House like a badass. I ain't no bitch. Meanwhile, at the TV station, Harvey Feinstein's like, I hear there's a bomb shelter in the basement of our TV yeah, station. Let's shelter. get in there. David, David. It makes no sense. Why would there be a bomb shelter? I heard there's a bomb shelter. Yeah, this is, people are, are reacting to this alien invasion yeah. in different ways. Yeah. Robert Loja's like, I'm a grizzled badass. I'm going to stick with you, Bill Pullman, me and you, to yeah. the end of this movie. Dennis Quaid's drunk at a diner after this. This oh, is one of my favorite scenes teased of this movie by right the here. locals. Local yeah. Hilljacks are making fun of him. We learn, this is where we learn that he's been telling people for like 10 years that he was abducted by aliens. Yep. These guys are cool. So they're making fun of him for getting stuff put in his butt, yep. which is what you do. Hell you yeah. got to go to those anal probe jokes. Uh, they're, just, they're just laughing like clowns when a giant alien ship goes overhead and the whole fucking place starts rattling and suddenly they're pissing themselves. Who's laughing now? Local, right. local color. Who, uh, who was that guy that famously got abducted in the 90s? The guy from that they made the movie Fire in the Sky about? That's the one. Yeah, because I don't remember that guy's yeah. name, but I remember seeing that movie Fire in the Sky when I was a kid, and mm -hmm. that movie fucked me up. That scene where they got him under, like, Reynolds wrap, but mm -hmm. it's all slimy and gooey, and he's mm -hmm. screaming, and he can't breathe, and they drill into his eye with that eyeball oh. thing. The fucking movie. The movie will fuck you up, man. <sighs> I'm going to rewatch that one. Yeah, it's Yikes. fucking cool as hell. Check it out. Nice. Will Smith sighting after this. Finally, finally he's in the movie. <clears throat> I figure like he's got like a yeah. wife and kid here because he's waking up in like this like suburban kind of house. He's got it. And, like in in bed with a woman. The kids running around shooting a toy gun and whatnot. I'm just like, well, clearly this is his wife and child, yeah. and not just a single mom stripper that he's uh, no. crashing with. But yeah. but no, no. We learn we learn as this develops that that's that's not his son, and she is just a single mom stripper. I gotta tell you, crashing with. I never picked up on that fact because I never noticed her drug addiction in the movie. Yeah, it's it's probably 
would have got up to three hours if we were going to more accurately portray okay. what this situation would be like. Right. A military man in love with a stripper. Yeah. I've seen it happen a handful of times. It's never nearly it as out, wholesome though, right? as the scenes no. that we were getting in this fucking film where these people are shacking up playing house. It's yeah. a little a little sanitized, I think, sure, from, from old Roland Emmerich. You're going to make a character a stripper randomly? Like, you got to lean into that. I'm you sure can't just be, be color. Uh, aliens are basically here. It's pretty cool. They're like on top of all the most famous cities in the world. Yeah. I like how they're like blacking out the sun. Like everything's just like vibrating and shaking yeah. and everybody's looking up and it's just like, oh fuck, these things are serious. They're huge. Bad shits. It's like the, the Jurassic Park T-Rex scene with the ripples in the water, but like everywhere in the world at once. Uh, th- this. These things are bringers of death. This is the chaos theory. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Chaos theory. Uh, shoot lasers at the Earth. You don't know which way it's going to explode. Maybe it'll no. explode towards the sun. Maybe it'll explode towards Saturn. Maybe it'll implode. Who's, Who's to say? say? Yeah. Who can say? Huge traffic accident in New York caused by an asshole cop who just uh, stops in the middle of the street and gets out of his car and looks up, which I thought was pretty good bit of comedy there. He looked like a real dum-dum, and I'm like, yeah, fuck the cops. Yeah. Uh, also good bits of comedy here is we go back to Will Smith and he sees the spaceship for the first time. Oh, yeah. Because he's playing like, oh, the whole world's going crazy around him. Everybody's running around, packing their shit and getting out of town. But he's like sleepy and oblivious and just Waking like up drinking his coffee and going out to get the paper. Yeah. Meanwhile, there's fucking gigantic alien ship hovering above him. He doesn't even see it. No. Until he fucking, looks up. What a, a dumb doofus. Dumb. We know he can do comedy. And so this is like his bread and butter here. Yeah. We're still wondering, though, how is he going to look when we see him shirtless? How is he going to look when he's doing action stuff? Ooh. Will he be a badass action star? Uh-oh. I don't know. Uh-oh. Turns out he's pretty fucking cut. Pretty fucking shredded. He does in some this. pretty cool action movie quipping. Like, he's I got think some we pipes. might have an action star on our hands. He's got here. some pipes mm-hmm. in this movie, let me tell you. You know? Stone some curls. Jeff Goldblum has fucking figured out that the signal they're sending out is a ticking clock leading yeah. down to them just killing us. He knows they're counting down, yo. Yeah. That's what I got. Firestein's just screaming and screaming David! and screaming. Just David! Over the top. You're going to give somebody a award for overacting in this movie? Like, there's not even a second place. No. He gets like first, runner up, third. Firestein's all of them in this movie. He's, he's really, uh, really. He thinks that he's in Mars Attacks, and everybody yeah. else is in Independence Day. Is what's <laughs> happening here. Also, that was a thing that was really that. Uh, hitting me as I was watching this. That I, I, I realized that I don't remember what happened in Mars Attacks and what happened in Independence Day. The two movies have just combined in my brain over years because they both came out in 1996, <sighs> and they're beat for beat the exact same fucking movie. Yeah, it's wild how just beat for beat exactly the same they are. I remember nothing about Mars Attacks. I saw oh, it. You need to revisit the year Mars Attacks. Came out. That's and that's a never watched fine, it again. Fine film, especially the monologue at the end where that weird kid talks about living in teepees. That shit's legendary. So I guess like now we just have to start over and start rebuilding everything, like our houses and. But I was thinking maybe instead of houses, we could live in teepees, because it's better in a lot of ways. That's all I have to say. Thanks. I mean, did I have the tops trading cards? Of course. Oh, those were good trading cards. Yeah. 
Uh, all that throwback, like, 50s art? Yeah. yeah. Fucking Mars Attacks? You got to. I'm going to say probably the best alien invasion movie in 1996. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Goldblum's ex-wife is the president's aide, we figure out. Oh, so no. he's calling her like, well, you got to talk to the president. I figured out well, there's a ticking t- clock down. We're all going to get fucking killed. Oh, no. And he's like, I got to go to my dad's house, and he's going to drive me to Washington, D.C., which is ridiculous because everybody's leaving all these fucking cities. Traffic yeah. could be gridlocked. You're not getting in a fucking car in Brooklyn and driving to Washington, D.C. No. You're not getting out of the fucking city limits. They have these guys driving down the fucking East Coast? I don't think so. Did you see the pictures of everybody trying to get home from Chicago before the blizzard yesterday? Oh, yeah. On the Stevenson? Cars all the way Did you see up see what was ramps? happening on yeah. the Stevenson? It was a complete ocean of cars. The, the Dan Ryan was a mess. Oh, unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> also, another bit of comedy I liked here is the, the news report we get about Randy Quaid. Yeah. And the newswoman's just like, this, this crazy drunk asshole has been saying he was abducted by aliens for fucking years. And then they started talking to the guys who were fucking ripping on him at the diner who hilariously described themselves as his friends. Oh, yeah. And they ask what he's like, and they hilariously say that he was quiet. They go into that. He's a quiet, unassuming man. <laughs> like, all this shit's cracking me up. He's not. And then the guy... Starts taking cheap shots about how he was probed in the butt yeah. right there on live TV. Yeah. All this stuff's real funny. The guys that got to play these hillbilly jerk-offs, great fucking dudes. Get these guys a TV show. At least get them, like, a guest on an episode of Home Improvement or something. I don't see why not. No, yeah, I'd be into that for sure. Uh, so that's also, like, building in some backstory here, though. Like, the aliens, they've been studying us for a long oh, time. Shit. These aliens have a plan. They've been around for a while. We're taking, like, all the myths about aliens, abductions, and yeah. Area 51, and all this stuff, and we're building it into this movie. Shit people really fucking believe, which I think is a cool thing that this movie does. All right, okay. Uh, also, there's a fun little scene here where we realize that uh, Dennis Quaid's daughter, the the the, the oldest one from uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, yeah. is dating the sexy kid from Camp Nowhere. Oh, and he's trying to like get it in her pants, even though she's like fourteen or something. He's well, like, "You don't want to die a virgin." Oh, that's you, right. Baby. I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> weird uh, fucking scene. So much, yeah. packed in this movie. So much packed in this oh. movie. Uh, Will Smith's woman is a stripper. I wrote here. This is where we figure that out. Yeah, because he's hanging out with Harry Connick Jr. Yeah, who actually I was wrong. If there's a runner-up for overacting in this movie, it does go to Harry Connick Jr. Oh, that's fair. Who's swinging yeah. for the fences with yeah. every fucking line he delivers? Is Will Smith's fighter pilot buddy? Yeah. They're hanging out in a locker room. We learn that like Will Smith's been rejected from NASA or something. Good riddance. We learn that his wife's a stripper, but he's planning on asking her to marry him. I like that Harry Connick Jr. straight up is just like, you shouldn't marry no, a stripper. That's some hillbilly shit is what I yeah. wrote right here. Yeah. Just straight up hillbilly shit. But then it's funny that we, we actually go... Cut, smash cut to Vivica Fox stripping. Well, not yeah. really stripping because you... This is Independence Day. She's not right. going to get her titties out or anything. Unfortunately. I'm just like, there's a gigantic 15-mile-long spaceship hovering over her fucking uh, house. She still got She just went shift. to work. Like, where's her, where's her kid at? She dropped the kid off at the babysitter. Like, you chill while these aliens are hovering above fucking town. She, she, say, she makes a comment like, oh, I just came to pick up my check, and I end up getting roped into working a shift. And I'm like, 
No, no, no you didn't. Yeah. The strip club is closed, man. Ugh. We're evacuating Los Angeles right now. Nah, man, the strip club diehards. Strip club's probably open. They're yeah. gonna be like, mm, ain't nothing gonna happen. No, yeah, fucking this shit'll all blow over. Yeah. Fucking, I'm just gonna go to the strip club. I wait for this. Those guys. Seriously though, this chick's got a kid. You can't be working at the strip club. You gotta, sure you you gotta stick stick with your kid here. Yeah, you can even work day, there, Fox. pregnant, as it turns out. Will Smith out. thinks she's marriage material. He can't turn a hoe into a housewife, Will Smith. That's, I think that was one of the Ten Commandments. Number seven, maybe. Yep. If I remember correctly. Yep. Now we do the dumb welcome wagon thing where the yeah. president's like, we're going to put a bunch of lights on a chopper and then fly it up to one of the things. And they're going to see the lights and be like, oh, oh send down Richard Dreyfus. They're trying to communicate with us yeah. or whatever. No, this ain't that kind of movie. Fucking... Chopper rolls up to the spaceship. They shoot it with laser cannons. It fucking explodes. Good riddance. You know? Uh, meanwhile, Goldblum has gotten to the White House. Yeah, he and his just dad. insane. Just like in a matter of hours, they've driven from New York to the fucking White House. Yep. And a couple scenes from now, when the aliens start shooting all the cities, we learn that Harvey Firestein, who left at the same time to evacuate, only got, like, a couple city blocks, and he explodes. Well, you know, in, he in was the center going, of New York. He was going right into the teeth of that traffic. Yeah, like, they, they were probably, I guess, old Judd Hirsch had ways or something. He yeah. knew he knew exactly all the roads to take to where he could get to a different fucking state he, <laughs> the time it took Firestein to get a few blocks away. He knows some uh, old-timey taxi routes, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. He knows. Yeah, so he's like, yo, I'm Jeff Goldblum, uh, President Bill Pullman. We got to get out of here, man. Yeah. They're going to they're gonna blow up the White House. Yeah, and uh, he's all like, you're that guy I don't like. Oh, yeah, we learned that they've had, like... Because I tried to bang your ex-wife or something. he punched Bill Pullman he at did. some point in the past, which is pretty cool. Imagine getting punched by Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. That'd just be a weird experience. Uh, yeah, I figure he's got a... With that wingspan... Yeah, fuck it. Oh, yeah, that guy could probably... He could probably throw He could stick you before you knew what happened. And yeah. then the rest of your life, you'd be like, did I ever tell you about the time I got punched by Jeff Goldblum? Yeah. Fucking came out of nowhere. It was fucking crazy. That guy gets mad. I figure drop of a hat. Figure he'd like apologize profusely afterwards, or explain to you in great detail exactly why he did it. Yeah, or explain to you why he's going to do it beforehand, and yeah. you're just so cool, just like interested in listening uh, to him talk. Uh, all those weird uh, pauses. Uh, uh, I gotta punch you, and then pop right in the nose. Yeah, right. In never the... even saw it coming, and he told me he was gonna do yeah. it. Yeah, he's got glasses uh, yeah, though. Is, but we you get... can't hit a man in glasses. So they're trying to get out of here. Everybody's jumping in choppers and whatnot. We're going to Air Force One. Uh, we learn time's up. I think that was oh, a big shit. trailer line. Time's up. Oh, no. And then it all starts happening. Everything around the world starts exploding. The White House explodes in the most iconic shot of this movie. Yeah. It's played in all the trailers. Yeah. It's what hyped people about this movie. Everybody was like, we got to see this shit. Fucking Empire State Building explodes. Everything explodes. It's going nuts. Giant green lasers shooting out all these saucers. And this shit looks fucking awesome. Yeah. In the in that scene there, Goldblum like drops the bomb like, oh, they're using our own satellites against us. Sure. Whatever. And, and then that never really that means. comes yeah. to be a thing, huh? It doesn't seem like they're doing anything with our satellites. Okay. They just right. hovered above our cities uh. and then shot them with Death Star lasers uh. is uh-huh. what they did. Just going over my notes here. Also, though, also, it's just... Just to let you know, mm-hmm. fucking, they're, they're using our satellites. 
Yeah, absolutely. They'd probably just like watching porn or something, just like you know, using the satellites to get a, a signal or something, so they could load up Pornhub on the mothership. They're checking out all those sweet titty pics that are being DM'd to us oh, right yeah. now in exchange for beads. That and just like spy cams and Vivica A. Fox stripper changing room or whatever. Yeah, probably, oh you know, hell yeah. yeah, yeah. These spaceships got giant butt- butthole centers. They open up, green glowing light comes Ooh, out, and then yeah. boom. White House is exploding. What's great is that these things that they're exploding isn't a bunch of CG bullshit. They built like a ton of like scale models and then blew up all the models with real fucking dynamite or whatever. It's what you want to do. It looks fucking great. Yeah. This is, I think, probably the last movie like this where they're blowing up like models and shit rather than just like we'll CG everything and like... Even Probably. for Roland Emmerich, like his movies just became fucking CGI fucking messes yeah. after this yeah. shit, which sucks because you just yeah. put in that extra work and you can make something that still looks awesome this many years later rather than something that looks fucking dated like within two years of it coming out. Yeah, he shoehorns in like CGI and special yeah, sure. effects There's, and stuff this is here. Definitely a lot of computer shit, but, but the bulk of it is like actual when you marry models the two, and stuff blowing yeah. up. Yeah. That's right. You just fill in the gaps with the CG. It's you not don't hard. You don't paint the entire fucking no. picture with it. We get a lot of like cool like on the street shots too, just like people running around, like yeah. walls of flame coming, cars flipping. They're really flipping cars. They're like really like tossing people into walls and shit. Real stunt actors doing stuff. They blow up that tunnel and everybody's running. And, oh yeah, that's yeah. fucking cool as hell. Uh, Harvey Firestein gets blown up from all the fire yep. shit coming. Vivek A. Fox is trying to get out of town finally. I guess her fucking... Yeah. Her, her shift was over. Shift She's like, ended. now that I've worked for eight hours, I'll go now get my kid and throw That's him right. in a car and try to get him out of town. Yep. This is a fun scene because, yeah, they're running through a tunnel and the, the wall of flames coming in the other end. Oh, it's yeah. very, very suspenseful. You see a lot of people die. She's too smart to die, though. She kicks open, like, a maintenance hatch on the yeah, side. So hell she can, yeah. like, jump out of the way of the flame. Her little dog jumps in right. after her right at the last minute. Last second. They dangle that. Maybe there's going to be a dead dog thing out there for you to fret Oof. about. Oh, hate to see that. President's plane takes off, like, just as the shockwave and explosion are, like, fucking hitting Air Force One, and then that's all rattly and whatnot, and that's fun. Yeah. And now we got Goldblum and Judd Hirsch up on Air Force One, just riffing back and forth. Just that's having a good well. time. Uh, so the world's basically over at this point. Okay. Everything important has exploded. Oh. Now we go to the segment of the film where we're, we're picking up the pieces of, of a lost society oh. here. What would you call that? Um... Jamming on the one? How about July 3rd? Oh, July 3rd, uh, second act, however however you want to say it. Quaid and his kids are all cool, we learn. We see Vivica A. Fox climbing out of the rubble with her kid and her dog. They're all fucking cool. Everything looks like it's post-judgment day. Twin towers are on fire. Yeah, you're you're expecting robot feet to be crushing human skulls here. This movie goes all the fucking way with just, like, devastating destruction, which is pretty fucking cool. Mm Mm-hmm. Will Smith is gearing up to go whoop E.T.'s ass. Yeah, hell yeah, Every, dog. Everything Will Smith says in this movie was like quotable shit that like people were talking about all throughout the rest of the 90s. He yeah. really just got under people's skin. It's where we find out a uh, president was a Gulf War pilot. Yeah, too. yeah, that happens. Mm. Uh, Harry Connick Jr. says he's going to kick the tires and light the fires. Oh, man. Which didn't quite stick as much as the, the lines that Will Smith was delivering here. I, I got in here. I always thought Harry was a douche in this movie. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I still felt that Big way. Big time. 100%. Still felt that He's also way. got one of those douche faces that I don't like. I look at that guy and I'm like, there's something I don't like about you. You're fucking annoying. That's why I prefer to, prefer to yeah. just hear his voice in the Iron Giant. He starts doing like wacky preacher voices or something yeah. when they're flying up in their fucking fighter jets and yeah. whatnot. He's doing shtick. Yeah. He's doing material. President's like, I used to be a fighter pilot, so we're going to solve this with fighter pilots. Just send some fighter pilots out there to fucking blow up this goddamn alien spaceship. Yeah. And basically, we just get a big scene from a Star Wars movie after this. Yeah. They roll much. up, they shoot missiles, the missiles hit a force shield, their puny human weapons can do nothing against this. Yep. We even get the pull up, pull up thing from Return of the Jedi. Oh, where they're yeah. flying into the fucking force field. Yeah. And they all got to pull up, but like one guy doesn't pull up fast enough, so he blows up, smashing into the force field. Straight up Star Wars shit here. Bunch of little alien fighter planes come out. Yeah, the smaller ships. Basically, come TIE out. fighters now. We got a whole bunch of dog fights going on, but they've got shields and blasters too, oh, so they're just no. fucking smoking all our dumb fighter jets. These guys are dying. Not Harry Connick Harry Connick Jr. Jr. is freaking the fuck off. He, he does that scene in Top Gun where the guy like takes his mask off and he's hyperventilating. Yeah, that's and a pretty like, cool thing Hey, hey, guy, remember what happened in Top Gun? You can't do shit like this. Mm-hmm. Will Smith is like, I order you, soldier. Put your mask back on. Yeah, also, if you're hyperventilating, it means you're not getting enough no, oxygen yeah, to your uh-huh. brain. It's not going to so work. So you might want to keep your oxygen mask on. Probably that's why people dumb, dumb. breathe into a paper bag. So then Get your head Will out Will Smith ass. is like, Jimmy, no! As he gets exploded real good Connick Jr.'s out of this movie now we don't gotta fucking deal with him anymore thank god I got it right there Harry dies who cares and we get some more Star Wars shit where Will Smith's like down flying low in some canyons trying to like you know maneuver around and get these dumb ships following him to smash into walls and stuff which is pretty fucking cool he's basically just flying the Millennium Falcon right here he's doing some Han Solo shit Uh, oh like in that First of the third trilogy. That's right, yeah. That's your favorite Star Wars movie, right? That's why I said it by name. Uh-huh. I love it. It's my fave. What happens here? Oh, him and the alien. What happens him and the alien both crash in the desert here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Stuck yeah. out in the desert. Yeah. And this is probably the most... He crashes to intentionally... Or he intentionally crashes mm-hmm. in order to take the alien down. You're right. Yeah, that's right. He knows what he's doing, basically. Oh, yeah. And we get the biggest moment of this film. He's the top baby. Opinion, yeah. When he walks over to the alien spaceship, opens it up, the alien looks up at him, and he delivers the most iconic line of the movie. They got snakes out here this big? No, no, it's, welcome to Earth! Oh. And when I saw this years back, an outdoor screening, mm-hmm. everybody was waiting for it. Everybody cheered at Welcome to Earth. Hmm. Punches the alien, who's like a gigantic predator-looking thing, but, like, knocks him out in one punch, I guess, Mm -hmm. which is fucking crazy. Will Smith, talk about taking a shot from Jeff Goldblum, Uh, take a shot from Will Smith. This guy was Ali, I guess. It makes sense, though. That's true. I think that alien was a little concussed from the crash landing. Yeah, probably, but I'm going to give the credit to fucking Will Smith and his right hook here. Uh, We're arguing on Air Force One now. Judd Hirsch is like, what about Area 51? You guys have a spaceship. And they're all like, you crazy old man. No, we don't. This is just stories people tell. I know for a fact. Roswell was real. But then Secretary of Defense Weasel guy's like, actually, this stuff's all pretty fucking real, man. We're going to have to go to Area 51 now. That's where this movie's... uh..." And, And then on the other side of the Earth... Other side of the country, I guess. Vivek A. Fox has found the first lady. Yeah. So this is this is great. All of our characters are are starting to link up 
inexplicably, but at least it's keeping this movie moving fast. Yeah, so fast. But the, the president's wife is, like, injured, though, so she's got to get, like, nursed back to health by the stripper. Things, yeah. Things are looking pretty dire for her. That's she, why... I, she got... She she survived the Judgment Day, right. but she, she's got some internal bleeding. That's why uh, Vivica A. Fox uses her stripper smarts to steal that mm. dump truck, yeah. which she knows how to drive. She's driving around the gigantic dump truck, just, like, finding survivors and putting them in the back yeah. of it. She, She's a real hero and a real human being. Oh, 16 gears to get through? Don't bother me none. Meanwhile, Will Smith meets a bunch of people heading to Burning Man, is what happens after this. Yeah. They roll up on him in their RVs. They see him. He's dragging the alien knocked out in his fucking parachute yep. just he across it, which the is salt rude. flat desert. Like, yeah, he's, 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 he's kicking it. He's quipping. He's really motor-mouthing it yeah. here. They're just like, hey, Will Smith, do your Will Smith thing. People love it. People love that shit, dog. But, uh, yeah, De- oh, Dennis Quaid's the head of the Burning Man troop. Yep. And they're like, hey, we're going to Area 51. Like, hop in, brother. Take that alien with you. Every, every, everything's coming together at Area 51. Everybody's no, heading there. They're going elsewhere. Will Smith's like, take it to this base. Okay. And Quaid's like, there's no base there. And Smith goes, <laughs> trust Isn't me. Isn't there? Yeah. Fucking clown. Yeah. And we learn that uh, famous Twitter racist Adam Baldwin is uh, working at Area 51. He's like, I don't know, the head goon or whatever. And he's like, oh. When's he going to come out and defend Whedon, huh? The tour of, oh, that's a good call. Those guys probably got along swimmingly on that Firefly set. Uh, abusing women. Bosom buddies. Smoking cigars and laughing at how dumb all the actresses on set are. Hell yeah. Sounds like a good time. Uh, yeah, he's giving President Bill Pullman like a tour of the facilities, though. There's all sorts of crazy shit going on. All sorts of scientists working on alien shit. All of a sudden, fucking Data shows up. He's acting wild. He's like an old hippie scientist. He's got crazy stringy gray hair. Who's in it? Data from the Star Trek. Oh, the bad guy from uh, oh, Master no. Disguise. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, the guy who... Uh, Disguisey has to uh, take down in Master of the Turtle, turtle. Couldn't, couldn't think of his first name. It's something Disguisey. Uh, I'll figure it Dana out. Dana Carvey's finest hour, for sure. I have not seen that film, so I did not know that uh, Data from Star Trek was in it. He's the bad guy. Turns out this guy's got a bigger career than I ever fucking knew. Oh, but yeah. he's like, oh, I'm crazy. I've been down here for 15 years working on alien shit. Let me show you. We got a fucking alien spaceship we've been looking at. Yeah. We got three alien corpses, just like... Suspended in tubes yeah. full of goo. We got all sorts of shit. We know everything about the aliens. We keep them in a thing called the vault. Do you want to see the vault? Oh, I'd like to see all this stuff. Well, it's all go, very interesting. Let's go look at the aliens. Also, meanwhile, Will Smith shows up at the fucking front door oh. with a, a live alien well, that's shit. knocked out. That's still knocked out. That's, what a fucking punch, man. He's what? been dragging that thing for a fucking hours. Punch. They're like, we can learn all sorts of shit. Let's do a sweet-ass alien autopsy. Yeah. Which this is when we learn that like the things they kind of are like predators because their big heads that we're seeing are not actually their heads. They're like some sort of like biomechanical suit things that they wear, and then they got like weird little quado guys inside the fucking heads. Yeah, we get we well, get aliens on aliens. They're like an alien turducken. They have a little background during all that too. Uh, like Will Smith's like, I gotta leave and check on my stripper wife, and they're like, Bro, your town got blown up. Yeah. So he thinks she's dead. Uh, what else happened? Unless there's a bomb shelter under that yeah. strip club, like that chick's definitely dead, dude. 
Yeah, uh, and there's more fucking hanging out with the first lady and the first stripper. Oh, yeah, she gets there, and they're they're like, oh, turns out she's going to die, so you're going to have to have some sad scenes, like, where she's dying, and then you got to tell your little daughter that she's going to die. Yep. When Data cuts into this thing's head, though, it goes nuts, and it wakes up, and it starts doing, like, a telepathic dog whistle that's fucking with everybody, which is real fucking cool. Yeah. And there's that awesome scene where it takes its tentacle around Data's neck and slams him up against that window. No peace. Using his telepathy to talk through fucking Data. That is a pretty cool scene. It's fucking It's a horror movie shit. It's like like any horror movie of the era. They didn't do anything as, like, fucked up and creepy as this fucking scene right here. As much we can learn from each other if we can negotiate a truce we can find a way to coexist can there be a peace between us die it's pretty cool uh but then President Bill Pullman's like, yeah. is that glass bulletproof? Is that glass bulletproof? Ill- internet racist Adam Baldwin's like, nope. So then everybody just lights the fucking alien up. The glass. Shoot, shoot the, the glass. glass. Yeah. They shoot through the glass and just kill the alien, though, like so. Yeah. So that alien being alive isn't the same, but this is Bill Pullman's seen enough. So he yeah. delivers the awesome line, nuke him. Let's nuke the bastards. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. It's what you gotta do. Finally, we're gonna get something done. Then we're launching nukes, but I just wrote, oh, it's way too early in the movie for this not to be a complete disaster here. And they're 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 being all dramatic. Bill Pullman's like, may our children forgive us. But then, like, it just hits their shields and nothing happens because they got alien shields. It's fucking... It's futuristic, man. Yeah. It's, it's better than the shit we got. They just stopped them eventually. Instead, Weasley defense guys doing like, oh, yeah, it's a hit. And saying things like, we got the bastards. Got him. It's like, you clown. You Weasley clown. It's too early in the movie. This is not going to be successful. Yeah. What are you thinking? So confidently wrong with your weasel face. I think they blew it up. They did not. Yeah. They Will Smith commandeers a chopper. He's like, I'm going to go back to the Air Force base that I used to hang out at. Because if I know my stripper girlfriend, she probably survived the apocalypse, and then she's just going to go there. I'll pick her. Oh, that's when he gets her and the Flotus, and then they go back. And then yeah, we learn yeah. that the Flotus is dying. He picks them up. There's also swelling music, crying. This there's there's a couple of those very sappy emotional. scenes. They very, re- very emotional. They stuff. reconnect Goldblum with his ex, and he's all like, oh, you left me. You picked your career over me. Yeah, and blah, so blah, he's blah. He's heartbroken. I'm going to get drunk blah. and start freaking out. Blah. Yeah. Great fucking yeah. scene. Goldblum's wasted. He's got a bottle in his oh. hand. He's kicking chairs and shit. It's a fifth, officially July 4th here. Okay, so yeah. this is, whoa, we're getting this. July 4th. So this is probably the corniest scene in the movie that... uh builds up to the corny, corny fucking ending where Judd Hirsch sits down drunk Goldblum and, like, gives him a good father-son talking to about, like, you can't freak out. You need to keep your wits about you. You can't give up, blah, blah, blah. Us Jews, we never panic. Everybody knows us for not panicking. Goldblum's like, okay, I will. And he he delivers him the line, the fateful line, 
Now get off this freezing concrete floor before you catch cold. That's right. And then Goldblum does that stupid movie thing where he's like, oh, oh yeah, ex- ex- you're a genius. You got it. That's it. He's full on Jimmy Stewart right here. You're genius. You're genius. Catch cold. Catch cold, of course. That's it. You're genius. You've done it. Speaking of Kevin, we're we're talking about Kevin in the MCU a lot right now in the news, keeping him with Spider-Man. Why do, you, why do you think Spider-Man is such an important part of the MCU? Because there may be a little divorce happening. No. This is the first I've heard of it. Save Spider-Man? Uh, I'm crestfallen. Save. What's happening? I didn't know any of this. So Sony and Marvel are having a hard time coming to terms on the agreement to co-produce Spider-Man. So it's looking like Spider-Man may go back to Sony and not be part of the MCU anymore. I'm not a business person. You're speaking. Whatever you say is Greek to me. But all these... The mountains of Produciore, and uh, and uh, I don't know. It'll all work out, I'm sure. Uh, good luck. I'll figure it out. And then maybe more Jurassic World for the third. Uh, I can't say anything, but I can't say anything. I can't say it. But you want to? It's okay. Another part. It'll be great. You ever drink one of those Bailey's Bailey creams? Hmm. Mm. We could get me one of those right now. Why don't we just go do that? I wish I had a nice Bailey's or a, or a Pim's cup. You didn't. So then he goes and he gives everybody the big fucking speech about his dumb plan. We're going to mm-hmm. fly up to the fucking Death Star. Mm-hmm. We're going to fucking, we're going to give them a computer virus is what we're, we're going to do. Hack the planet. They've been aliens. using our satellites against us. So yeah. now we're going to use our satellites back against them. Maybe. That I don't know. That computer virus is going to go through all the satellites and just all of them. Computer virus everything. I'm going to do the virus in. Will Smith's a pilot. He could fly me up there using the spaceship that crashed at Area 51 that we've got. It's such a genius plan. It's got to work. I tell you what, they're lucky they were up against aliens and not those terrorists in Under Siege 2 Dark Territory. Oh, 100%. Those guys, those guys had everything figured out. They hacked the government before the government could hack them. Mm-hmm. Which is smart. Yeah. If I was the aliens, that was the first thing I would have yeah. done. Just fucking hacked the Gibson in the White House. I would have been like, all right. Maybe go through the back door. All right, aliens, I need to talk to whoever your hacker is mm-hmm. first. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bill Pullman's like, we got to unite the world and tell them about our plan. Yep. There's a lot of spaceships we got to shoot down once Goldblum gives him a computer virus. Mm-hmm. We're going to send it out through old Morse code. We get a cool montage of everybody being like, it's the Americans. They're telling us to do stuff. Of course it's going to be Ooh. right because Americans said it. Americans are the greatest. They're here to defend the world. Also, They're the world's police. Also, the president's wife died right before oh, that. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. So she's dead. Yeah. So, yeah, this is. I, I put. That the president's fired up after his wife's mm-hmm. death. He's finally free from her oppression. Yeah, so now he can start being the badass that we need yeah. him to be and in he, this fucking movie. And he fires your boy, the Secretary oh, of Defense. Fucking punches him in the face yeah. to fire him. And then he's Ooh. like, Robert Loggio, watch my daughter. I gotta go do some badass shit. Everybody knows you never trust Robert Loggio mm-hmm. with your daughter. No. <laughs> it's fucking, he's gonna have her drinking so much orange oh. juice, she's gonna wet the bed. Oh, Come on. One of the oldest Hollywood tales of all time. 
then they're like, hey, all you Burning Man weirdos that are hanging out outside Area 51. <laughs> can anybody fly We need more pilots because all our pilots died yesterday. Like, who could fly planes? Randy Quaid's like, I could do it. Some old biker-looking guy yeah. in a Harley Davidson hat is like, I could do it. I it's c- like, sweet, gear these fuckers up. I couldn't place that guy from being in Roadhouse, but I promise right, right. you he was in it. He's, uh, he's either in that or like Stone Cold. He might have been an extra in yeah, Stone Cold. Yeah, that's fair. He was definitely in one of those He was in one of those. He's, he's low-key one of my favorite characters in this movie. Yeah, that's fair. Before we do our big attack, Will Smith marries his stripper girlfriend. You got to. They get uh, Goldblum and his ex-wife to be the uh, the, witnesses. the witnesses. So, like, now they're best friends. We've established that they're best friends now. And then uh, we get everybody together, and it's time for Bill Pullman to give his big speech. Mm-hmm. The greatest speech ever delivered in a film in yeah. movie history, that, basically. Yeah. Good morning. In less than an hour, aircraft from here will join others from around the world. We will be launching the largest aerial battle in the history of mankind. Mankind. I like that I said it twice. Faith and Gomorrah, that word should have new meaning for us all today. We can't be consumed by our predatory differences anymore. We will be united in our common interest. Perhaps it's fate that today is exactly six months and one week after March 17th. (laughs) Once again, we will be fighting for our freedom and shamrocks. Not from snakes, but from snake-like reptiles that have invaded our land and are always after our lucky charms. Fortino not wearing green. Our right to drink so much we vomit on our dates. Our right to be magically delirious. Oh, that's lyrical. Very nice. And our right to have sex with our gorgeous ebony slaves. Oh, you're on that again? Go with it twice. Aside, oh, oh, that's my cue. Feet up aside to Jefferson. I guess I did that naturally. That's fed up aside. You're fed up with him. I'm fed up. Okay. God damn you. Uh, Don't read the part in parentheses, Mr. President. (laughs) I should have learned from Margaret Collin. And should we win the day, the Fourth of Oh, I've run out of music. Too much ad libbing. The Fourth of July. Don't you have a way to cue them? Thank you. <laughs> They're good. They're goddamn good. Uh, yeah, don't you? And should we win the day? The 4th of July will no longer be known as American holiday, but as an Irish holiday. <laughs> the day when our world declared in one voice, we will not go into the night. We will not go without a fight. The aliens here, they drink all our beer. They traveled much faster than light. When I say America, you say, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. America. Fuck yeah. America. Fuck yeah. 
This is our independence I, day. I laughed heartily at all the like insert shots afterwards of just like all these extra actors like looking up in awe and like trying yeah. to be inspired. Yeah. Yeah. Doing, doing their, their 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 hollers and heartily saluting. The one guy was just like saluting with his oh. finger as hard oh. as he can. Fucking over the top and awesome. Robert Loge is looking up at Pullman, just like, oh, God, I would blow him. If yep. he asked me to, I would straight up blow this guy. He's the It'd awesomest. Pullman's like, I'm going to fly a plane, too, because I'm a fighter pilot. Yep. Doesn't matter if I'm the president. Nope. We need all the pilots we can get. I'm going to shoot some fucking aliens. I uh, I did did this movie in two sessions on account of how long it is. Right, yeah. And, uh, and the I did not. I the first in one chunk. The first session, I was just out of my mind just gone right mm. and so my notes make no sense and then on the second when i was finishing it up i was right, right at the speech here Ooh. and uh i'm like wait i thought they were speech thought they were giving shit to the Crazy. president for not being in the military at all mm. how's he gonna fly a plane and then i realized yeah. i was mistaking uh-huh. that president with the president from last week's murder oh, at 1600 right. yeah. all these presidents nate Fucking, they're running together dealing with a lot of presidents i need a president scorecard yeah we're gonna have to do our president mount rushmore at the end of the month when okay. we uh, talk about which four presidents we'd put on our president's mount rushmore right. from the four movies that we watched so, so we got like four guys to choose from. Okay. It's, it's well, going to be a short segment. It's going to be a short segment. Actually, I guess White House down. I was going to say, several you get like a vice, so right, yeah, a vice president yeah. sworn in for Richard a minute. Jenkins. Although retroactively, does that still count? Because it turns out that Jamie Foxx did survive. So yeah. I don't know. This, we'll, have to, we'll have to go to the commissioner and see what the, what the ruling's going to be. I'll mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Quaid hilariously almost launches a missile before they're even in the air right there. This fucking drunk guy. It's great. I mean, he's... The the fucking they're force idiot. feeding him coffee to sober him up and shit. Yeah. Well, how about the great fact, Dennis Quaid comedy? How here? about the fact and we glanced right over it? Uh, fucking Goldblum's wasted from drinking an entire bottle of tequila, and then like an no, hour his, later, his genius idea sobered him right yeah. up. This is what happens when you have yeah. genius epiphanies, okay. man. All right, yeah. He's on a different level as the rest of us. All right, making sure. Him and Will Smith are getting ready to fly out. Yeah, they're doing the a bunch of spaceship. emotional goodbyes. It's stupid. Will Smith acted, has the, the controls reversed, so he like backs into the wall. Yeah. Fucking Goldblum's giving him, oops, oops, what oops? No oops. Uh, 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 These guys. Uh, they're oops, fucking oops. The uh, chemistry no. here. Well, what oops? It's off uh, the charts. How didn't we get like six or seven more fucking Smith and Goldblum together movies after this? Yeah. It's, These guys together are this movie. It's really, really stupid. Just Pure charisma out like, of both of these guys. Pure charisma. Yeah, it's yeah. You got. I put it. I put it right in my notes. You have to wait two hours mm-hmm. just to get to like the full yeah. Will Smith, Jeff Goldblum, and then it's thing. magic. Like it's, yeah. it's just magic. I felt like fucking give us give us at least a buddy cop fucking thing reuniting these guys again. Yeah. You could do it now. You could do it in twenty twenty one. I'm sure they're Goldblum chem- and Smith. I'm sure, they're back together again. Still there for uh. ID four two right? Yeah, I don't know. Fucking maybe Will Smith's gotten uh, too into Scientology and shit uh, now. Though Goldblum uh, probably wants nothing to do with him. He's yeah. just like, I'm just hanging out, like playing jazz in weird clubs. I don't need him talking to me about Xenu and shit. There's like, no, there's no it's too much, bro. There's no scenes of Jeff Goldblum talking to the picture of Will Smith in ID four two. I God. they got Goldblum back. I don't even remember Did if they, they got I Goldblum back. I would assume. I don't remember anything about that movie he seems pretty easy going it was so fucking generic yeah that sounds right 
Anyways, Will Smith and uh, Jeff Goldblum fly up to the alien mothership. Mm-hmm. It all happens very easily. Yeah. They fly right in. They, like, know where to go once they're inside this yep. thing. They, like, know how to dock the fucking ship where, like, the little fighter planes, their TIE fighters are supposed to be docked. Everything goes goddamn smooth as hell. They get pulled in by a tractor beam. Yeah. Sucks them right up. Right, yeah, everything. Very convenient. They start uploading the virus. It's real easy. Uh, they luckily they have the same OS as the aliens, so like he's just right in there, fucking yeah. uploading this thing, no problem. His little progress bar just do, do, doots to the fucking end. Yep. And so the president, Randy Quaid and Co. They're like, virus is uploaded. Let's fucking start shooting missiles at these fucking spaceships and see what happens. Shoot all the missiles. First missile hits a shield. Damn and it! Like, Fuck. We saw what happened the first time. Let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Robert Loja's like, fucking abort. Bill Pullman's like, I'm nah. grizzled and fucking, I got a feeling. I got a feeling my guy's in the sky. Pulled this thing off. I, I need one more shot, man. Give me one more shot at this spaceship. I'm a Gulf War vet. Yeah. Virus works. He shoots it with the missile and it explodes. They're like, you should start shooting everything with missiles now. There's no more shields. All fucking the, the virus worked. And then they realize. Now we got a big fucking battle going. Yeah. Another Star Wars fucking spaceship battle. It's yeah, we got a real dog very fight. exciting dog fight going on. Oh, yeah. Uh, th- our Aliens. boys on the mothership are like, well, let's fucking haul ass now. Yeah. But then they're like, oh, shit, we're locked in. Mm-hmm. Fucking like, this thing's got its hooks on us. We can't fly away. No. <sighs> I guess we're just going to have to like blow this thing up with ourselves still in it. Fucking yep. going to have to sacrifice ourselves. They do a lot of cool bro hanging out. Yeah. Will Smith's got some cigars, and he's like, let's smoke these cigars yeah. before we Fat blow ourselves saying. up. Yeah, fat lady saying. Meanwhile, back on Earth, things aren't going well, because a lot of the pilots are getting taken out. Yeah. They've shot all their missiles, and the big spaceship is still standing. And it blew up the trailer park. They haven't figured out. You got to hit the it in the Death Man Star spot park. so that it all explodes. Yeah. You can't just shoot it willy-nilly. You got to shoot... One specific missile right at the Death Star spot, and then it'll all explode. Luckily, Pullman realizes this because he sees the butthole open up. That's right. Oh, the butthole. We should be shooting it up the butthole is what we should be doing. Randy Quaid's got the last missile left. He's like, don't worry, Mr. President. I've been a drunk asshole, but it's time for me to redeem myself. I love this. Like... Pullman goes in, doesn't realize he's out of missiles, tries mm-hmm. to shoot one, mm-hmm. and then he just gets on the radio. He's like, does anybody have missiles right. left? Uh, hey, guys, mm, guys, can I borrow a missile? Uh, Quaid a fucking drives, flies right to the butthole, gets ready to launch it into the glowing green eye. Oh, shit, the missile doesn't work. He's got a dud, man. Turns out we're all out of missiles. Damn it. He's got a kamikaze his ass. What? Fly his fighter jet oh, into the fucking geez. glowing butthole. Make it all fucking explode. He does. There's a chain reaction because he hits it right in the Death Star spot. Nate. The whole thing blows up from the inside. As his generation says, mm-hmm. up yours. Yeah, that's right. Also, he gives him a, hello, boys, I'm back. Yeah, there's a lot He gets of his revenge. They put things in his butthole. Now he put himself up their butthole. Their metaphoric butthole. Their giant UFO. And his little fucking half-Indian son's listening to all this over the radio. Oh, yeah. And he's like, my dad's a goddamn hero. Yeah. I'm sorry. 
thought all those bad thoughts about him throughout yeah. the last 20 years of him just being a drunk ass. Now I will carry on his, his kids. proud name as Randy Quaid Strongbow. These kids are still still going to need a lot of therapy. That, oh, that tons of it. Couldn't have been great. Just tons just of lots it. Lots of therapy still in their future. Oh, so much molestation mm-hmm. in those trailer parts. Robert Loge is like, get on the wire, tell all the other countries how you blow them up, you hit them right in the butthole, and then right they just in explode. We get a montage, of sh- just spaceships going down everywhere, all yeah. over the world. Fucking Alexa, play Yub Nub, because we got people just right. like... In Africa, in Iraq, they're all cheering <laughs> while things explode all around them. Back, Meanwhile, back, back up on the mothership. Yeah, Goldblum's like, I'm going to launch this nuke. We're going to blow up. What's cool is that the movie Hackers style, when he mm-hmm. initiates his launch, it also puts like a little laughing skull and crossbones <laughs> on the <laughs> monitor <laughs> of the uh, alien guy <laughs> in front of them. <laughs> cool that he worked that in. He's doing a lot of programming, apparently, as we were doing the shit. He's got stuff. They shoot a nuke at the fucking alien, like, right in his face. He's like, oh, shit, a nuke. And then, it turns out when they shot the nuke, it jarred them loose. So they're like, oh, shit, we could fly away now. Let's get out of we here. We should just do that. Yeah. Just fucking haul ass out of here. Yeah. Which they do. Right. It's very, like, it's tense, though. There's, mm-hmm. there's people chasing him. The door they got to fly out is closing. Like, oh. They barely make it out, man. Another hidden butthole. Yeah. <laughs> they shoot out of this butthole. Yeah. They hit fucking, you know, the button to nuke the nuke. The mothership goes down. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We've got Destroyed. All, all the destroyers are going down. The mothership's going down. These aliens, they're done for. Yeah, all these ships crashing. <laughs> To yeah. Earth, they do a. Elvis has left the building, and then Goldblum does his. Thank you, thank you very much. Yeah, he does. Fucking cool as hell. He's These guys cool. are having fun together. They're, Smith and Goldblum, get them in a new movie. They're good friends. <laughs> they're gonna be in Gemini Man Two, Gemini Man Three. I'd see it. I'm not gonna watch Gemini Man, but if no. Goldblum's in the sequel, I'll if watch he's in two. Gemini Two, Gemini Man Three, yeah, yeah I'll watch that shit. Uh, so we're on the ground now celebrating. Pullman's hanging out with fucking Harley Davidson, yeah. that guy. They're fucking fast friends now. Yeah. Fucking legend. Uh, they're like, oh shit, where's the boys though? Did they make it out of the mothership okay? Let's go out, find them in the desert where probably they crash landed. Turns out they're okay. Yeah. They're walking in slow-mo, smoking their cigars, being all badass. Seems pretty their good. Their women run up and like jump mm. in their arms. This yeah. is a big hero moment right here. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. And be fucking... President Pullman's got his oh. daughter. Yeah, that's right. You know? Because he doesn't have a wife anymore, no. so he's going to no. have to spend a lot more time watching yeah. his daughter, probably. And she goes, Happy Fourth of July, Daddy. Happy Fourth of July, Daddy. Also, he shakes Goldblum's hand, and yeah, he's like, true. Goldblum, you son of a bitch, you popped me in the nose, but God damn it, I respect you. Yeah, that's the last time you mm-hmm. stick a blade in me. There's fireworks happening because the mothership right. wreckage is like entering the atmosphere. It's the 4th of July. Oh, yeah. This was our Independence Day. Happy 4th of Happy July, Happy 4th of July, Daddy. Happy yeah. birthday, Polly. Happy birthday, Polly. Just kind of sounds like that robot. A little bit. It's weird. A little Young bit. Nate Whitman. You fucking sound like that 80s robot. <sighs> That's Independence Day. It was a big victory. A good time for everybody. It Everyone only took involved. us two and a half hours to get there. Oof. Take a break after getting through all those goddamn bullet points. Listen to some coming attractions. How are we going to put a capper on this month of fucking President's Day President's movies? Mm. You probably know. You probably could guess. But Where do we get off? When we come back, Independence Day will enter Judgment Day. Ooh. 
pledge to change America's policy. Atrocity and terror are not political weapons, and to those who would use them, your day is over. They hated your speech, didn't they? They're afraid we won't have the guts to back it up. Air Force One clear for takeoff. Thank you for your hospitality, Moscow. talking about uh, our favorite holidays earlier all of them. One, one of them we didn't uh, mention though that always 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 good mm-hmm. earth day oh that earth one? yeah welcome like, to earth right day there. yeah it's funny he says it oh. he says it dumb he says it like a dumb idiot 
uh, memories of Earth. Give me the strength I need to proceed. I've got you a know? strong memory of uh, Earth Day. Uh, I guess it had to have been sixth grade. Mm. My teacher put together an eco fair. Oh, and it was all these little like cat and planet there about recycling and whatnot. These little like things that are just like kids put together on tables. Like Ugh. you, you recycle, blah, blah, blah. and uh, I was like, oh man. That shit sucked. Like, that was yeah. boring. I hate yeah. that we had to do that. And, like, she heard me say it, and she cried. She, like, ran out of the room crying. She was all, like, Ugh. eight months pregnant and just, like, full of fucking hormones. <laughs> it was weird. Like, we were all just kind of standing there. And, and I, was you like, were, I was like, I was like, You were what grade? Sixth grade. <laughs> so then, like, she yeah. composed herself after a while and came back and was like, uh, I think you should apologize to me. And I was like, yeah, sorry. That was weird. Yeah. I guess it was an okay eco fair i was just it i'm was, really just yeah. apologizing because you made me uncomfortable the way you it cried. just sucked because we were like eating pizza and playing oregon trail and then we had to go look at all this stupid shit and i didn't yeah. really care about it oh look I, no, I, not stupid shit i, I mean not stupid shit cool shit cool shit two liter of pop into yeah. a plant yeah. holder yeah it was dumb shit like that yeah. who fuck cares yeah fuck that not me no Fuck you, know. Mrs. Carney. Yeah. Hope your kid came out stillborn. I'm going to say a silent prayer to you Didn't. in hell when I cut Didn't. down a tree this Arbor Remember Day. she had the kid. Oh. She came back and then she uh, put like construction paper over the window and the door. She was like, don't be peeking in here during oh. your lunch hour. I'm going to be in here pumping milk out of these titties. I hope you took You're a You're going to see of... some weird shit if yeah. you try to come in here. Dig that crazy milk bag. And like, it would be like, We'd go to lunch, and then we'd come back, and we'd just see, like, the full bottles, like, sitting there on our desk, and we'd be like, Mrs. Carney's boob milk. I would have stole a bottle. We did. Good. You did the right thing. Mixed it with some Kahlua out on the, uh... Hell yeah. Swing set, and had a, had a lovely recess that day. Ooh, you guys had a swing set? Oh, yeah, we had, like, two or three swing sets. It was real fucking, real fucking setup over there at the public school. We had a parking lot. Lake Street Elementary. Wait, wait, just, you're going to weird like religious months. schools or yeah. whatever you got to get some of that city funding going on we had a big thing you can climb on like a big dome we'll like spider that. web thing we'll that we that. called the tit Ooh, yeah it was fucking hey meet me at the top of the tit we'd say nice good memories there uh, the best yeah Matt, let's get into Judgment Day. This is when we go out to the internet to see what you, the people, have to say. It's not a safe place about to be. the film that we watch. Hear what you have to say about Independence Day, one of the most popular films of the 90s. Did you like it? Not everybody. Turns oh. out, not everybody. I got a couple of one-bullet reviews. Oh. I got a couple of five-bullet reviews. We'll listen to them, we'll absorb them, and then we'll give our final rating our, our, our final thoughts, and yeah. then we'll, we'll put this one to bed. Okay. First off, who do I got here? Um, I think this was like an all IMDb uh, week right here, right here, yeah. Oh. My first one bullet review is from an IMDb user named Vampire Cowboy. Pretty cool. But he spells vampire like the old-timey way with like oh. the Y instead of the I. Which yeah, is, it really makes that a little flavor. Pyre pop. A little flavor. Vampire Cowboy says... Made in 1996, this was an insult to my intelligence. Oh. Even as a young adult, I found this to be too stupid to be entertaining. Oh, no. Ironically, he he spelled it B-E-E. Be too stupid. (laughs) What? Stupid now, idiot. Mm. Of course, I don't live in Hollywood. Wait, I did then. 
for a few months. Oh. However, this movie is so full of American propaganda that it hurt my head to watch it. Oh, no. He doesn't go back to that Hollywood point. He was just letting us know. Yeah. From beginning to end and everywhere in between, this movie was just a nasty mess. Apart from all the flaws that you read on every other post, this made the USA look so bad in the eyes of other nations that instead of promoting the country to something of a hero, it made the U.S. look like a total mess of self-serving, egoist, glory-hungry retards. Wow. Why had the president and the U.S. armed forces not try to contact any other nation's leaders in trying to overcome the aliens? Didn't need to. They took the aliens down themselves. Mm -hmm. Because the U.S. leaders, politicians, and gatekeepers want to prove to the world that they have the answer and solution to even the most insane and unforeseen problem attacking the world. Not unforeseen. They had aliens. They had alien spaceship. They were on top of fucking... Yeah. God, this guy hates America for some reason. (sighs) There have been lots of horrible movies, but this one is definitely in the top 20. Oh. I knew the U.S. would save the world, and I hated the movie for it. Well, good for I you, I was really pal. hoping that the aliens would blast the sh- think shit he wants to say, but he said zit, out of the USA so that the rest of the world could possibly try to negotiate some sort of truce with the aliens. Uh, no peace, die, I think is what the aliens have to yeah. say about that truce idea, you idiot. Fucking moron. As you can see, Germany or England, Russia or Australia did not attack. And the aliens didn't even think of hovering over Canada, Mm. even though it's right close to the USA. What happened there? And what, are they going to take out fucking Calgary as one of their first strategic fucking things? Give me a break, idiot. Get out of here. By this film, they stood... By this film, they stood idly by, watching everything fall to the floor in flames. And it was only the U.S. that was able to do anything. Oh, no. What a load of shit. But at this time, he doesn't write shit. He writes S underscore underscore T. He's like, hmm. Too retarded for somebody who doesn't fall for American machismo. Okay. Too much Hollywood for Hollywood. What happened to Hollywood? Can't they find any more Bruce Willis clones to make action movies anymore? They have to try to result to dramatic action with a huge cast of characters who in their own right should not be paid one-tenth of the wage they earn. Okay. Must have some insight, having lived in Hollywood for a couple of months. I'm guessing so. I'm certain that had Brad Pitt been a star in that year, his ugly mug would have been in there somewhere, as well as his Bitch of a wife. Wow. <laughs> One ninja star from IMDb user Vampire Cowboy. You really got me with that last line. Okay, a couple of months in Hollywood, and he's got a grudge, man. There's something to think about. Somebody else who reacted pretty strongly to this film. Can't believe More strongly than I would imagine anybody reacting to Independence Day. Is IMDb user Ryloger1977. Common spelling. We gave this one another. One ninja star review. Ryloger says... Dr. Goebbels would be proud of this. To those who gave positive reviews to this jingoistic trash, either you're on drugs or you need some therapy. Hang your heads in shame. Nice. I reckon this must be one of George Bush's favorite films, along with Red Dawn and Rambo 3. Great films. Yeah, great what's wrong with those two, yeah. It is an astonishingly brazen propaganda exercise with rampantly xenophobic stereotypes and an insultingly simplistic worldview which the average seven-year-old would scoff at. Yeah. 
And I'd like to think post 9-11, decision makers would be sensible and that this wouldn't have a chance in hell of being released by a major studio. Depressingly, there was a huge audience for it at the time. I guess that controlling the minds of the masses isn't too difficult when you assault their senses relentlessly through the media. Nazism is alive and well, folks. no, I didn't know. Devlin and Emmerich should never work again on the basis of this monstrosity. Avoid, 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 avoid. Life's too short. Anyone agree? One ninja star from IMDb user. Right, Loger, 1977. Robert Loja? Bro, do you think so? No. I hear he did not have a good time making this film and refused to come out of his uh, trailer one day. Oh. Did you, uh, did you hear this? Uh, I little did not. Uh-uh. Apparently one of the producers or whatever is just basically like, I need to get you on board with the tone that we're shooting for in this movie. I want you to watch the movie Airplane and then uh, just... Just, just think about that as we're doing this. And Loja was like, watched Airplane and was like, what the fuck? This is like a dumb comedy? I didn't know that. I don't want to be in this stupid oh. movie. I'm not showing up to set. Like, I'm out of here. And they were like, uh, Loja, Loja, please come back. Please come back. Apparently, the idiot fucking producer or whatever meant to tell him, Airport, the disaster movie oh, from the Jesus 70s. Jesus Christ. And not Airplane. Oh, and Loja was just like, in his fucking trailer, just drinking orange juice and stewing. Like, right, fucking so. bullshit. I'm not coming out here and like fucking doing comedy. I wonder if that's why they stuck in that. Looks like I quit the wrong day to quit drinking a lot. Oh, yeah, that was a great line. Fucking mm-hmm. a lot of great lines in this film. All the great good scripts. Five Ninja Star review from an IMDb user here named Ash Friends. Hmm. Ash Friends. Hmm. Who says. I don't care what anyone says about this movie and how fake it was. Hmm. So what? It's a movie about aliens destroying Earth. The whole plot is fake to begin with. Well, so far. Heh. <laughs> but oh. seriously, this movie rocks. The characters were wonderful, and the comedy was unforgettable. Ooh. I wish to God they would make an ID-4-2. But I doubt it will happen. Uh-oh. Just like I doubt Mad Max 4 will ever happen. Oh, God. <laughs> but this movie was just a great, fun-filled ride. Yeah, a lot was bull, like the virus and the crop duster gone F-18. Yep. But that is what makes a movie a movie. If it was meant to be real at every turn, then there would not be a movie at all. Mm-hmm. In fact, you would cancel out more than 75% of movies in the world. Will, Jeff, and everyone in this movie made it the best movie I have seen in a long time oh. and that I still love to this day in 2007. Oh. And now I have a wonderful movie to show my daughter. Thanks, Will and Jeff. <laughs> Five Happy. ninja stars. Happy Fourth of July, Danny. Ash Renz. <sighs> That's a nice story. Good story. And, you know, happy ending there. They got both ID4-2 and yeah. Mad Max 4 eventually. I'm going to give... To- I'm gonna give come that, to those who wait. I'm going to give that review five ninja stars. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, this next five ninja star review I picked because it's got the last line I think I've ever read in oh. an online film review. This is a five ninja star review from an IMDb user named Chimera S. That's pretty cool. Chimera S. Who says, remember the posters six months before the release? 
Remember the previews during the Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. Remember how long you waited in line and how packed the theater was opening day? Remember the audience ooing, eyeing, huh. screaming, and cheering? Aww. Remember the exhilaration and astoundment you felt as it ended? Mm-hmm. I sure do. And it Not was really. one of the best times I've ever had for a night out on the town. Ooh. And it didn't cost zero or involve getting drunk. That oh. says a lot. This came out the summer I had graduated high school. Cool. It was the second biggest highlight of 1996 for me. What was the first? Oh, if this young heart could talk. Oh. Five ninja stars. Oh. IMDb user. Oh. Chimera S. Oh. Dirty old dish rat. Oh. Got a little second base ski in that movie, huh? Matt, let's uh, hear an anecdote about you getting a second base in 1996, or maybe just your final thoughts and your Ninja Star rating here for Independence Day. Jurassic Park 2, yes. Hmm. Independence Day, I don't think Independence so. Independence Day. Men in Black. Negativo. Also second base, you know what I'm saying, dog? Uh, look, this movie here... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hell of a cast. Just a hell of a cast. Fucking A1, man. Full of people that I like. Full of doing action right. stuff that I like. Making jokes. Mm-hmm. Having a great time. Get a laughs. For far too oh. fucking oh, long. Come, oh, come on. I haven't watched this movie in a long time. It's going to be a long time till I watch it a move, uh, till I watch it again. It's a big ass. It's going to be a long time when I watch it because it's so fucking long. Wow. This movie definitely came off as chore wow. above pleasure. This doesn't sound good. This it doesn't sound good for its Ninja Star rating. It's really good with the big action budget shit that it does. I mean, it's not a bad movie. It's just too fucking much of it that nobody asked for. Two and a half. Two and a half bullets from Matt. Ninja Stars. Ninja Stars. Ninja Stars. Still, still working that out. Yeah. Still working that out. That's how hard I threw this. Fucking okay. Matt, I think that's a little rough on this film. I think that's honest. This, day. this is this is a movie that, looking back, uh-huh. it's just mainstream, overstuffed popcorn, just nonsense that yeah. I didn't think would hold up or be interesting at all to watch this many years later. And I thought that it held up tremendously. I was laughing. Mm-hmm. I was enjoying all the big space battles. Loving that Goldblum Smith fucking chemistry. Get those two together. I'll fucking watch that shit all day long. It's those performances that raise this above just an action spectacle. But even the action spectacle, I said they were using fucking models and miniatures and blowing stuff up for real. I fucking loved it. You are right that it is way too long, but Mm -hmm. I think that it's paced well. I think that a lot of stuff happens. There's a lot of characters it never really drug for me, even though I also, yes, didn't want to be sitting there for two and a half hours watching it. Yeah. I'm not going to hold the runtime, because if you're going to have a movie that's actually this long, have it be one where the entire world blows up and stuff, Yeah, even though it could have been shorter. The thing I am going to hold against it a little bit, even though I liked this movie, I enjoyed this movie all the way through, was not a chore for me. I was, I was entertained, is that... Mars Attacks was the exact same movie, and it came out the exact same year. Mm -hmm. They're both parodies of 1950s alien invasion shit, and I think Mars Attacks is the better one of it. So I can't go all the way and give this one a strong recommend. I'm just under it. I'm giving this three and a half ninja stars. Okay. I like me some Independence Day, and I wasn't really expecting to going in. 
Well, that's a nice little treat for you. Yeah, it was a real treat for me. Yeah, good. Good for you. I like it. Mm-hmm. I'm happy for you. Yeah, we're, we're going to wrap this thing up here, though, because it's time to get off of my podcast. Oh, hell yeah. We got one more big president. His name's Extravaganza Buck. coming up. We got to watch the president kicking ass movie of all presidents kicking ass movie. Actually, I don't even really remember anything that happens in this movie. Not a single thing. The weekend it came out. No. But it's fucking Harry Ford. It's fucking Air Force One. We're going to be watching this bitch next week here on the Action Movie Podcast. I'm excited for it. You're excited. Feel these nipples. Oh, they're very hard, but also it's still very cold. There is still two and a half feet of snow on the ground. Probably the weather. I think it might have something to do with that. It's drafty in here. Baby Oil and Blow Studios today. I should have worn a sweater. Uh, join us next week when we get the caulking guns out and uh, check the windows. That's right. And uh, above all else, welcome to Earth. It's Baby Oil and Blow. Stay single. It's a long road when you're on your own, and it hurts when they tear your dreams apart. Use a friend